The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. It's really using my own life stories to relate to people and to help other people. From the Pod 617 studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's Allie Beth Stories. Now here's your host, Allie Beth. We are on the recording with Gabrielle Clemens. This is Allie Beth here. I'm excited to have Gabrielle on our podcast today. Gabrielle is a managing director at RBC Wealth Management. She's an attorney with a master's in tax. She is a tax and family law attorney, a mom of two boys. She leads an all-women private wealth management team in Boston called the Seaport Boston Private Wealth Management. And my God, you guys, she is amazing. So I would like to introduce you at 333. Great time. Gabrielle Clemens. Gabrielle, welcome to the show. Hey, Allie. Nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you for coming on. So I would love, this is called Shifting Stories. I would love you to tell us your story, how you are an attorney with a master's in tax all the way to working as a managing director at RBC Management and having kids and basically doing it all. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your secret? Oh, well, I'm not sure it's so much of a secret as much it is just, you know, putting your head down and deciding what you want and going after it. Uh, I, I grew up with the families of attorneys, and I think from the day I was born, I was told I was going to be an attorney, and I went to college and traveled for several years and came back and went to law school when I was a little bit older and uh, and I just loved it and I looked at my transcripts and I thought what was it that interested me the most that I did the best in and it was uh, numbers and tax and money and investing uh, and so I became a tax attorney and I was working in the international tax um, arena when, you know, it, it wasn't as interesting as I, as I was hoping it would be. It was very corporate. It was very technical. And I really missed the, um, you know, working with individuals on a day-to-day basis. And um, I started working with divorced women going, women going through the process of divorce on their tax issues and their financial issues while I was still an attorney and um, just getting more involved in the family law negotiations, working with the IRS around, um, you know, just issues related to um, marriage and divorce around taxes uh, and capital gains and the technical part. But I really enjoyed working with my clients, helping them through the process of really a financial transition. Um, once I had my first son, who just turned 22, uh, I, I joined financial services because I needed the flexibility that, you know, being a, on a partner track at a law firm uh, wasn't certainly, it was not, uh, it wasn't flexible enough. It really doesn't lend itself as a career path to being a mom and going to a t-ball game at, mm. at two in the afternoon on a Tuesday. So, uh, so I joined, uh, I was recruited into financial services and I've been uh, a certified divorced financial analyst and um, I'm an accredited state planner as well as still have my law license and my master's in tax law. 
and I help women and, and actually men as well go through the process of divorce and any financial transition that they're facing um, to achieve the financial goals that they've set for themselves. Wow. Now, you do a lot and you give a lot to others, which is just amazing to me. Um, so tell me, you know, you transition from being in the attorney realm all of a sudden to being um, with divorced women and men in tax. And how did that find you? I mean, was this something that I know you looked at your transcript and tax appealed to you, but did you say, okay, I'm going to go into the realm of divorce or, or was it kind of something that found you? How did that happen? Well, you're, you're so right, Allie. It found me. It sort of it became something that just didn't exist uh, in any other paradigm. I mean, you know, the law was the law. Investments were, were the investments. And, um, and when I started to respond to the demands that were being made upon me by, by my clients, it was increasingly, you know, there weren't many women in tax either. And there weren't many women in investments you know, back in 1998 either. So um, I attracted women. I was living in a, you know, town that there were a lot of, you know, finances and people who um, had issues around uh, transferring their, their finances uh, upon divorce and things were complicated and there were businesses. And I just found myself in the middle of all of this. And I thought, you know, I, I'd like to do this more full time. So although I don't, I, I don't give tax advice per se, it becomes very helpful um, just as a background, knowing the questions to ask, understanding who to, you know, which specialist to bring in uh, when, when I recognize that that's needed in a divorce process or a financial transition process. So I haven't abandoned the law. I haven't abandoned tax. I've just taken on this extra component of the services that I provide, which are investment, investment uh, consultation and, um, and financial planning services. So it all works. I'm sort of a triple threat and it all works very well together to provide, uh, provide my clients with the most comprehensive advice that, that I can provide. Wow. So there's so much I'd want to ask you in so many different directions, but we're going to stay on target with your story right now. Maybe we'll have you back on um, because the audience, like myself, might want to know more about what you provide, especially for divorcees. Um, and I myself am lucky to have used you through my process, which you've been invaluable for tax, for law, for you know, confidential friendship information, and just um, for everything. So my biggest question to you is staying on the path of your story is you said, I'd like to do this. How did you turn I'd like to do this into I am doing this? You know, Allie, that's a great question. And what I did was I, I, I set my intention and I thought, what makes me happy? When I get up in the morning, do I want to go to corporate meetings at headquarters and, you know, talk around a big conference table with a bunch of people about some esoteric numbers? Or do I want to sit down with, with people that I would want to have a cup of coffee with and help them through whatever questions that they had around whatever process or, or whatever problems or challenges that they were facing. And, and that's what I wanted to do. And, and as I focused more of my energy on working with those people, um, it just, it just took on a life of its own and it 
just became what I was doing. And people were seeking me out. They had heard about me by word of mouth. Uh, and I mean, as an example, I was uh, with friends over the weekend and somebody introduced me to a friend of theirs and she's going through a divorce and she has questions and, you know, and I'm going to meet with her next week just to, you know, to answer her questions. If I can help her, that's great. She has an attorney already. Uh, sometimes we, we just need to have a sounding board or, you know, someone just needs to have um, someone to, to run a few questions past, but, um, but they, everybody seems to find me and, um, and, and I, I do uh, some, speaking engagements and, um, and do seminars and offer uh, free education classes uh, through, um, you know, just with bringing in other individuals, other professionals, but, but that's how I did it. I just focused on what it is that I wanted to do and attract the kind of individual that I felt needed my services, and we found each other. I, I wow. created it, but they created it too. So it was a, it's a symbiotic relationship in that, you know, we're both helping each other. And I, I feel like I haven't worked a day in 22 years mm. because I enjoy it so much. It doesn't feel like work. And so recent, that's amazing. And, and we all strive for that. Um, so recently you started your own company and can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, I, I, I moved uh, to RBC Wealth Management, so I am with a, with a wealth management firm. RBC is the Royal right. Bank of Canada, and it's a big bank up in Canada, uh, and this is their wealth management arm. But I started my own uh, investment team and financial services mm -hmm. team that's women only, and, um, and we have a big presence with the um, LGBTQ uh, community as well as women of every, you know, shape, color, and faith, and we, uh, we pride ourselves on the diversity that we're bringing to financial services and to women in general. That's amazing. I mean, you had a dream, you had an idea, and you took action, you ran with it, and it seems like, I mean, were there any times that you said to yourself, I don't know if I can do this, I don't know if this is going to happen, am I going to be successful? Did you ever doubt yourself? Oh, Allie, uh, absolutely, absolutely. I'll sit here, I'll, sit, I'll, I'll, I'll think, boy, it's been three days since I haven't gotten a phone call, or, or I look at what other people are doing and, 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 and think, why, why am I not doing that? Why, why is my path different, or why can't I do something else? And, and I think what's been, those are the harder days when you compare yourself to other people, and that what will that makes me discouraged. That that when I think I see in other people's businesses or you know success that that um, that I'm not being as successful. I should be doing more. I can, but you know what? That's that's just folly for me. It doesn't work. It's not true. We don't know what other people are doing when, when they put their head down at night, what's going through their minds. Um, a lot of people look as though it's one way and maybe they're struggling as well. So, so I think just, just being focused on my own path, freeing myself and my psyche and my emotions up to just, you know, staying focused on what it is that I do and who I serve. I'll, I'll get a flurry of phone calls two days later and, you know, and, and we're back in business. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be okay. <laughs> but yeah, so, so I do go through periods of that, but I, I've learned from my own self-examination and self-awareness that when I feel that way, it's usually because I'm going outside of my own head, 
looking at other people, comparing myself to them, and doubting myself because their lives look so much better or so their businesses look so much bigger. Um, and that's whether or not that's the case, I don't know. It does, it, I have to train myself. It doesn't matter. Doors. Correct. Exactly. You'd never know what's going on. They could be looking at me saying, oh my gosh, she has a great business. I wish I could do what she does. But exactly. I think so we're, just, yeah. yeah. So just to leave us with one last thing, because we're a little up against the clock. Um, so you were saying you compare yourself to others and as a yoga teacher and as a motivational speaker, I know that our head is what gets in the way. Um, in yoga, we say it's the fluctuation of the mind, um, ceasing, uh, what our, what our head is telling us. So how do you go to bed at night instead of worrying and being fearful and looking at everyone else? How do you turn that off? What can you give us in, in like one sentence piece of advice? I would uh, just focus on your goals, define what you want, make a plan, monitor your progress, and be grateful for your successes. Amazing. Well, I thank you for hopping on the show. You are brilliant and successful and so gracious with your time for all these women. And, um, just thank you so much for being you and being a friend and all you do. Thank you, Allie. Thank you so much. You are amazing at what you do. I love that you're doing these podcasts and your new business. And you are a motivation to all of the women. You inspire us with your enthusiasm and your authenticity. So thank you for oh, all of us out there who are listening. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Gabrielle. We'll talk to you all soon. Right. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye, Allie.